Now we're good. All right, so we'll start with some comments here. What we got? Okay. We'll start with our show now. Six weeks away, and football is back, folks. Six weeks from today, NFL season will be right underway. What you guys think about that? Tell me in your comments. Read some comments. Said six weeks away from football. It's great to have it back eventually. I believe uh, Friday is the uh, Hall of Fame preseason game. So if you guys are interested in uh, the Hall of Fame preseason game, that will be live. I believe it's the Pittsburgh Steelers and the uh, Dallas Cowboys, I think it is, if I remember right. I think it's the Steelers and the Cowboys are playing in the Hall of Fame game this Friday. So if you guys want to have something to watch, check that out. But yeah, let's get right into it. And we're going to start off right here with some breaking news. Aaron Rodgers has officially reported to Green Bay after all the crazy offseason of him holding out. He officially reported to Green Bay. Oh, there we go. I was muted. My bad, you guys. Sorry. I was muted. So I'll have to go back and restart from the beginning. I just seen that I was muted. So, once again, six weeks away from football. From today, which is 42 days, folks. So, that's all I really got to say about that. Like I said, six weeks away. That's just kind of a reminder we're going to have that each week. We're going to be counting it down. So, but we'll get right into this. Aaron Rodgers reports to the Green Bay Packers after this crazy offseason holding out, decides he wants to play football, and it looks like he's going to play football this year for the Green Bay Packers. Me, myself, I thought maybe Aaron Rodgers was going to go do Jeopardy, but now it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Green Bay Packers at least one more season. Maybe he gets traded next year. Maybe not. I don't know. I think Green Bay got a, their highest value would have been out of him right now. He's 37 years old. He's coming off the best year of his career. So I think if you're if you're Green Bay and you're going to trade him, now's the time to trade him because that's, that's going to be his highest value. The... Uh, well, so for Chicago Bear fans, Detroit Lion fans, Minnesota fans, this is not good news for you guys. I know my our dear Chicago uh, Clyde on here that comes on here, he wants Aaron Rodgers to not play football this year so his Bears can take over that division. But all right, we'll move on to our next thing here. One second. If you guys want to come on the uh, the Streamyard, send me a send me a message on Messenger, and I can uh, get you a link to that. All right, and we're gonna we're gonna start off with some uh, Madden here, some Madden ratings. 
So this week, this past week, I believe it started on Monday all the way up to until Friday. Madden 22 released their new rating system. The top 10 players at each position were rated. And this is where we're going to start right here. Derrick Henry was robbed in his Madden rating. They gave that man a 97. He should have been a 99 overall. Heck, Derrick Henry should have been a 200 overall, in my opinion. He should be able to be the first guy to be a 90 above a 99. Derrick Henry, in my opinion, is the MVP of the Tennessee Titans. Christian McCaffrey, play, as good as good as a running back he is, he played on two 5-11 and 11 football teams the last two years. I get it. I get it. He can catch the football. But it's called running back, not receiving back. So... Derrick Henry, in my mind, is the best running back in football. Derrick Henry should have been a 99 on the game. I don't care what anybody says. I think they got McCafferty's rating somewhat right. I think I would have put him as like a 95 overall. Him and Dalvin Cook, because he is coming off an injury and he missed most of the season. But Derrick Henry should be the same, the highest rated running back. And I don't like that people say, oh, he wasn't a, uh, he wasn't a 90, he wasn't a 99 because. He can't catch the ball out of the backfield. Well, Nick Chubb can't catch the ball out of the backfield either, and he had the same exact matting rating as Derrick Henry. So I think Derrick Henry definitely got robbed. The dude rushed for 2,000 yards in the pass first air. I mean, I think it was only like seven players prior have even rushed for 2,000 yards before in the NFL. So that just shows how hard it is to do. And then not only that, he done it. He did it in a pass first air. So... Like I said, he's the MVP of the Tennessee Titans. You take Derrick Henry off the Titans, and they're a below-average football team, in my opinion. They have no pass rush on their defense. As good as Mike Vrabel is, I don't know how good he is without Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, we knew how he was in Miami when he didn't have a running game like that. And how good is A.J. Brown of a wide receiver if – uh? Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry isn't taking the pressure off of him and Brian Tannehill. So, Derrick Henry, in my mind, maybe outside of like Aaron Donald, he might be the most he might be the most important player to his team. Like, to me, Aaron Donald's the most uh, most important uh, player to the Rams' success, and I think that's how Derrick Henry is. So, but yeah, some other matting ratings, I believe, uh, like I said, Christian McCaffrey was a 97 overall at running back. Nick Chubb, 96. Uh, Dalvin Cook was a 95. Quarterbacks, obviously, Patrick Mahomes was a 99 again. Tom Brady was a second-rated matted quarterback. He was a 97 overall. Crazy to say that Tom Brady was a 97 overall, even though the dude's like 75 years old. Somehow he's still he's still in the game of Madden and still playing that in the National Football League, and he's still the second-rated Hyatt quarterback. I personally don't think he should have been a 97 over Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson, but I mean I get it. His team did win the Super Bowl, but let's see some co- real quick. Let me read some comments here. Talk about the Ravens. You can come on and talk about the Ravens. Jesse Bates is third best in Madden safeties, but I believe he is better than third. 
Yeah, Jesse Bates is a good player. Uh, I believe Tyron Matthew they had as the number one safety. I think they I think they got Buda Baker right. I think Buda Baker is the best safety in football. That's just my opinion. I think he is the best safety in football. So I think Bates is better than uh, Bates is a better safety than Tyron Matthew. I believe, but. I do believe that uh I do believe that Buda Baker's the best safety in football. And that and that's another reason why I have the uh, Cardinals kind of winning that division cuz they're not only their offense is so much improved but their defense is also improved. So talk about Chicago Bears. Well, you can come on here Clyde and talk about your Chicago Bears, bud. Mika is underrated in Madden. Yeah, Mika's a pretty good safety. He's up there as well for me. I think it. if I had to make a list of the top safeties in football, in my opinion, it would be Buda Baker. He'd be my number one. I think, I think Justin Simmons is number two. And then I think it's I think it's between uh I think it's between Mika and Jesse Bates for three. It's hard to say how good Mika really is because uh, need of the link. I thought I sent you the link, Clyde, on your messenger. But yeah, I think uh, I would slightly go Mika just because he plays on a better team. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to it's hard to judge because the Steelers got a way better team around them, so it is hard to judge how uh, good Mika really is. Early Super Bowl predictions. Um, do you want me to give you my actual Super Bowl predictions, or do you want me to give you the teams that I think that can win the Super Bowl this year, my contenders? Because if you, I'm wanting to know if you want me to. Say my my team. I think that's going to come out of the AFC and the NFC or uh, contenders. Both. Uh, personally, I think if you're talking contenders, I think I've always said this: once you make the playoffs, you're a Super Bowl contender. Once you get in the wild card weekend, you are considered a Super Bowl contender. So that means there'll be 14 teams that are Super Bowl contenders. Teams right now that I personally see that are uh, quote-unquote Super Bowl contenders. Obviously, we got to start with the defending champs, Tampa Bay. They're a Super Bowl contender again. Kansas City's a Super Bowl contender. Uh, Green Bay, to me... They're the second-best team, I still think, in the NFC. I think them and Tampa's... Clearly, number one and two. Uh, in the NFC West, that whole division is kind of like to me. All all those teams in that division are Super Bowl contenders. I mean, the Rams were just there a few years ago. The 49ers were just there a few years ago. The Russell Wilson hasn't had a losing season yet, and the Cardinals are to me the Cardinals have the best overall roster in that division. So. Uh, 
anybody in that division to me that is a Super Bowl contender right now. And then, I don't know why a lot of people are sleeping on the Saints. A lot of people are sleeping on the Saints. I still see the Saints as a Super Bowl contending team. Like, people are saying the Saints aren't going to do that good because Drew Brees retired. But, I mean, this is still a really good football team that the Saints have. I mean, and I think Jameis Winston is going to be a better quarterback in New Orleans because of the offense that uh, Sean Payton's going to be running. So I think his interceptions are definitely going to go down. And that's what I'm saying. I still think the Saints are a Super Bowl contender. Obviously, I don't think the Falcons are. The Panthers aren't. They're they're still rebuilding. I don't think the Minnesota Vikings are. I don't. Obviously, the Lions aren't. The Bears, to me, it's going to depend on what they get out of their quarterback play. The Bears still got a top ten defense. I th- I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think they're they're a playoff team if they get a average to about above average quarterback play. And who else am I missing in the NFC? Uh, oh, the NFC East. The NFC East, I see Washington right now as the favorites in that division. And uh, if there's a second team to me in that division that could make a playoff run, it's uh, the New York Giants. They had the best offseason, in my opinion, of all those teams. So I think that the Giants would be a potential team. And then in the AFC, like I said, I would have Kansas City clearly number one right now. And then after that, there's a lot of like, to me, there's about five or six teams you could put right in the next tier. You have the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I still think New England's going to be in the mix. I think the Chargers are going to be in the mix this year. Tennessee, obviously, and Indianapolis are going to contend, I think, all season for that division. Jacksonville and Houston are just god-awful. Cincinnati, I think, is a year or two away. Pittsburgh's kind of headed in the wrong direction. And, yeah, that's pretty much the Raiders. I don't think are going to be good. Neither do I think Denver. So, yeah, if you had to say my Super Bowl contenders, those are pretty much my teams. Uh, Steelers versus Rams or Bucks versus Patriots? Are you saying regular season or you're saying that's your Super Bowl? Because I do not see the Steelers. I do not see the Steelers going to the Super Bowl. I think the Steelers are trending in the wrong direction. They lost their best pass rusher in Bud Dupree. I don't think they're going to be able to replace him this year. So, And their offensive line is is a bottom three offensive line in the National Football League. And they lost their best offensive lineman from last year, DeCastrio. He's retiring. And they definitely downgraded with Trey Turner. Trey Turner is a good offensive lineman, but New Orleans is still a good football team. Yeah, I agree. New Orleans is getting slept on. I don't know why New Orleans is getting slept on still. Like, they basically got the same roster minus the quarterback. I get it. Quarterback's an important position, but I still think Jameis Winston is going to put up. Yeah, he might throw a little more interceptions than Drew Brees, but, I mean, he's still going to – He's. I'll tell you this. He's going he's gonna to take shots, more shots down the field than Brees did. He has a better arm than Brees. Brees – 
Brees' problem the last few years is he couldn't push the ball down the field consistently. And I think that kind of hurt the Saints in the playoffs. Who do you have winning defensive player of the year? Uh, it's hard to bet against Aaron Donald. I mean, unless the dude gets hurt, it's hard to, it's hard to bet against Donald. Here, I'll bring in our guy, Clyde. Hey, good evening, man. What's up, buddy? How's everything? Good, just living life. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. So how'd you do? Uh, how were you last week? We, I know we missed you last week because you were busy uh, man, or something was, with your family. Uh, yeah, I was uh, helping my family celebrate uh, my great niece's one-year-old birthday. Great one-year-old niece's birthday. You know, she had a, she had a ball. You know, she had a new big yeah, a new uh, battery power. Ben's car, so, but she doesn't like it. You know, she won. She doesn't know. So I don't know if you were in here earlier, but did you see my Aaron Rodgers whole uh, thing? I heard about it, and I'm very, very uh, just Aaron Rodgers. I just wish he'd go away. Because <laughs> I, you know, I hate you know me. I hate Green Bay. And I, yeah, as soon and as like I got Aaron. If Aaron Rodgers wasn't wearing a Green Bay uniform, I would like it. It's just that he's wearing that dumb green and gold uniform, so I can't stand it. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as he as soon as he reported, I'm like, oh, well, there goes Clyde and Braxton's hopes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and Brax, me and uh, Leo the Lion, yeah, we're not very happy that Aaron Rodgers said, oh yeah, I think I'll stay around. Oh, that irked the heck out of me. I don't know what he's doing now, right now. He probably, he's probably uh, eating his Pede Sewell jersey right now. I don't know. but So, well, so I, I don't know if you've seen the Madden ratings, but do you think Derrick Henry was robbed? Man, what? See, the deep Madden ratings, man, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what they're looking at because they got to look at the overall big picture of these players. I mean, Derek Henry, one of those guys that you need, you need five people to bring him down, and that's just before he touches the ball, okay? And then, I mean, but like you said earlier, he's not a receiver much. I mean, he could he could do it if he wanted to, but right now, you get that man 20 to 25 tucks, and your defense is, is huffing and puffing because he's running over you, and because he, he's because of that 238 pound body he got. I'm all muscle. This is what I tell people. You guys rate and, Christian McCaffrey so high because he can receive the so, ball. But, right, and then he's faster than he looks. That's nothing. He's faster than he looks. So once he breaks the five tackles, and who else is going to want to tackle him after the five people that tried to tackle him didn't bring him down? Another another thing I don't like about the whole like thing, too, is like not only Henry had 2,000 rushing yards last year, is that he... uh. I mean, he basically throws players around with a shrinking pinky. I mean, oh my god, he's got the best. The, he's I got mean, the best. The dude, arm the, dude, the dude literally just puts his pinky out and like throws a player with his pinky. <laughs> like he, I remember, I remember when that Bills cornerback last year, Taron. I think it was uh, the guy that used to play for Washington. 
uh, old Josh Norman try tackling his ass and Derek, oh my god, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry stiff armed, Derrick Henry stiff armed him so bad he went like ten feet flying off the ground with one arm. He moved, he moved Josh Norman away like he was a two year old man. Like get, I mean, away, yeah. get away, from cookies, get away from my cookies, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, how is so, this? that's what I'm saying. That's just so, like serious strength, dude. Exactly. So again, when it comes to the Madden ratings, man, I just go. I don't know what the heck y'all talking about. Y'all, y'all, y'all play. Y'all got a great football game that, that all of us love putting up, putting in our PS4s or PS5. Well, I bet you but love you your, your Khalil Mack Madden rating. Oh, uh, what was that? What was that? I missed it, brother. I, I believe it was a. I believe it was like a ninety-three. Hold on, let me look. Well, they obviously, they get the idea about Khalil Mack. It might even be higher than that. Hold on, let me tell you. Okay, thanks. Man. I'm gonna look it up. I remember seeing that he was one of the higher uh, edge rushers because it was like him, Miles Garrett, 97 overall. So he's the second highest. Uh, Ooh, wait. Yeah, he's, he's our second highest edge rusher. Only Miles Garrett was the only other higher edge rusher. And see, that's the, well. Once again, it goes by. They go over the big picture and Khalil Mack, what he did in uh, Oakland, and now what he's doing in Chicago. Because they all know when Khalil Mack's on the field, every offensive coordinator boy, where is fifty two? Find him and do not let him out your sight. You know, and and then the thing about him too is, we, if you do leave him one on one, that's your behind. And if and if my Bears get him help, pass rushing like. Robert Quinn decided to do something this year. I keep Hicks healthy and not saying, "Oh, I got a little, I got a little peaky, my pinky finger hurts or something like that." And he plays. I mean, and and Eddie Goldman. See, I, I'm 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 showing a little doubt, Eddie Goldman, but the band showed up, so I'm glad. But if Eddie Goldman eats up blocks, and I keep if Hicks, Hicks eats up blocks, and Robert Quinn is helping Khalil Mack on a pass for Khalil Mack. You were talking about defensive player of the year. I could see him pulling it out, you know, because, again, this bear defense is trying to go back to the way it was with Mr. Bangio, but this, this my defensive coordinator, Sean Desai, is a Bangio uh, disciple. So if they try to get back to that defense, I don't be surprised if Mr. Khalil Mack was defensive player of the year because he freaking average and throwing around off of the tackles and – and uh, and basically ripping the quarterback's helmet off and, and showing it to him and stuff like that. Oh. All right, we got a question here. Which quarterback will have a rise in twenty twenty one? Which quarterback you think? Cool. You know who I'm gonna say just to piss Bears fans off. Of course, you're gonna make me bad. So go ahead, because but I respect you. So what do you? Who do you get, Aaron Rodgers? I'm, oh, I'm, I'm calling it. Mitchell Trubisky is going to take Josh Allen's job. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. He's going to wipe all that mojo that he had in Chicago. He's going to rub it all over Josh Allen, and Josh Allen's going to look like Mitchell Trubisky, and he's going to get benched. Oh, my goodness. Whatever you're eating or drinking over there, let me have some of that because I don't see it. I mean, he's just going to be – I mean, Josh Allen was dur- durable last year. He had a very awesome year. So, no, I'm just playing. I was just, I was just, I was just laughing because I seen that the the Bills uh the Bills signed uh 
Josh Allen, so, or Josh Allen, the Bills signed Trubisky in, in uh, free agency. So I was like, whatever, whatever Trubisky got, so I hope he, he coughs on him or whatever he has. Cough on Josh Allen during the get all that. So in other words, him. so in other words, you hope Josh Allen get up out of uh, COVID nineteen, so so Trubisky can stay away from what they play. Yeah, okay. whatever Trubisky got, I want him to rub it all over Josh Allen, so he can play like him. You know what? You, you got problems. <laughs> hey, jo- hey, Josh Allen is my new Aaron Rodgers. Oh my! Okay, I, okay, I get that. As long as he's over there on your Park, New York, that's fine. My my quarterback that I think will have a rise this year is because he's in a new situation. He ain't got to worry about no Green Bay's and Minnesotas and the Bears. I think Matthew Stafford is going to. You'll have a very good year out in Los Angeles. New, fresh, new start. He's gonna have a defense that's gonna help him protect the lead. Help him protect the lead that he helped the offense get. He's got some, yo. Know, he got some capable receivers over there. The only problem is their their top tailback Torres Gillies that he's gone. So, but he's gonna have. I can see him having a better year. Better year. I say something because he had some great years in Detroit. It's just that everybody know when you stop Detroit, you stop Stafford, you stop Detroit all of But now over here, you know, in LA, you Stafford can play good, or you know, he ain't managing no game. He's gonna be flinging it around the yard in LA. But the thing is, when he gets when he gets a lead over there. He could know he, he all he got to do is tell ask Aaron Donald and, their, and the boy, hey, uh, beat that, beat there, beat that other team up and protect this league that I, that I help get us. And yeah, he's gonna have a very good year. That's why I. That's why I think when you, we rated who's gonna be the best team in the AFC West, I think I said Los Angeles gonna be number one because of that defense. But Matthew Stafford's gonna fall fall out because the new. A new set, new you know? So I'm also going to stay in that division, but I'm also going to go with a different quarterback by the name of Kyler Murray. Oh, that's a very good choice. That's good Kyler choice. Murray already jumped, made a big jump last year. He was actually, the first half of the year, he was on pace with like Russell Wilson for an MVP. Obviously, him and Russell Wilson didn't finish the year the same. But, and he just got there last year. He just but, got there. But they did upgrade some talent on offense. They got better on defense. They added AJ Green. They add, they got James Conner basically to replace uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, they got they, they upgraded. They got Dan Arnold, who is an upgrade over their tight end. They got him back. They got somebody else too that was pretty decent. Still got DeAndre Hopkins. And then obviously, yeah, they got DeAndre Hopkins still. But they they added AJ Green who. Who is better than uh? Oh my God, you mean you mean Cincinnati Bengal, AJ Green? Mm-hmm. Ooh. They added him with DeAndre. They already had DeAndre Hawkins. They added him. So basically, he's a he's an upgrade over Larry Fitzgerald. And then you still got. Well, Larry's still playing. In my opinion, the Cardinals still have the the DeAndre Hawkins is the second best receiver in the league behind Devontae Adams, but uh, they might have they might have the number two and number uh the best number two and the best number three because A.J. Green's a number one receiver on a lot of teams. And uh, 
I think I think I think that kid, the other kid form, uh, Kirk Christian Kirk, is the best number three wide receiver in NFL. So they're receiving they're receiving cores legit. Did Larry retire? Who? Larry Fitzgerald. Did he probably retire? He hasn't retired yet. He he just didn't. They didn't. Dude is so ageless, man. He should. He Uh, is so ageless. The last thing I heard is. I know he's still a free agent, but the last I heard is he was deciding if he was going to play football or not, and that's the last I heard. That was that was right around free agency time. So my guess is my guess is he he's either going to sign right back for Arizona cheap, or he's going to go to a Super Bowl team cheap, or he's just going to retire. Okay, that's, that's my guess. Because if Arizona keep him, Arizona got two. Super Bowl prediction for this year. If I had to say who I think the who I think the favorites, it's hard to predict the Super Bowl when you're a month away from the season. But if I had to say who the fa- who the favorites are, I'm going with a rematch for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I see the Chiefs in the. Uh, I can see the Chiefs coming out the coming out because. Because uh, Mr. Mahomes Jr. is going to be a lead. Well, not even bomber, that. Not even. only for nine points. I actually made I made a comment the other day on here, or is on the other page that uh, think about it, Kansas City, dude, they had a they had about a they were about ranked. I think I think Pro Football Focus has them as like the tenth ranked offensive line last year, which is pretty good. But think about the upgrades they made on their offensive line. The Kansas City Chiefs only lost two games last year in the regular season. They lost to the Raiders in a, in a shootout, like forty-five to forty-two. Their only other loss was to the Chargers when they rested their starters because they already had the number one seed locked. So right, right, right. the Chiefs potentially go fifteen and one if they play their starters last year. I think the Chiefs have a good chance. Like, believe it or not, I think the Chiefs could go undefeated, dude. I really do. As long as. As long as Patrick Mahomes Jr. is wearing that chief if, red uniform, if, if they're healthy, and, if they're healthy, yeah. I see can't I could see Kansas City like winning the, I mean going undefeated this year, I really do. Because they're because I mean they got to me, to me they got the best right tackle in the league in Orlando Brown, the best he's the best young right tackle in football, and they and they got Joe Tooney he's a who's a number two or number three best guard in football. Kyle they didn't Long have that last year. And went over there. Kyle Long, uh, Kyle Long unretired and went to Kansas City. Yeah, they might have they're right there with the Colts for the best line in football now. Yeah. Then the Colts and the Browns okay. are my top three offensive lines. And then and then and then let them run the ball decently. Behind Patrick Mahomes Jr. and that that offensive line, there was there was two teams I said this offseason. If they get a running game, ooh, they're going to be scary. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo mm. Bills. If those two mm. teams, if those two teams get a run game, you will not be able to stop their offense consistently. Well said. Well said. And it don't matter who's quarterback in the Buffalo, whether it's Trubisky or Josh. They run the ball down your throat. Because I think I believe if I read this right that uh, Kansas City and Buffalo were both like Buffalo last year was like twenty sixth in the NFL in rushing, so they're like at the bottom. The year before you know, la- the year before last year, Buffalo was in the like eighth in rushing or sixth in rushing. They were in the top ten. 
So they had a big drop off. And they and then what's weird is they had the same offensive line. Like so that's what's weird about it is they literally had the same offensive line and they dropped that much. But the thing yeah, is but Josh 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 Allen, Allen, Yeah, Josh, Josh Allen took the big step forward. Because if, if Josh Allen – let's say Josh Allen would have had a season like he did his first or second year, I don't know if Buffalo would have made the playoffs last year because they couldn't run the football. Like, Josh Allen was the reason they were winning games last year. Yeah, I agree with you. But, but you're saying when they had a good rushing game and Josh Allen wasn't nobody, yeah, cause, that's why yeah, they didn't play. Two, two years ago, the year before last year, the Bills were sixth in rushing in the league. But that's before Josh Allen took this big step up. Last year, he was yeah. last year Allen was third in passing in the league overall. But the Bills were also towards the bottom in rushing. So that makes me wonder where where's the balance going to be this year? Are they going to be are they going to be a middle heavy pass team, a middle heavy run? Are they going to be the same as last year? Or is Josh Allen going to take a step back and they're going to run the ball better? What? Well, to me, if they want to keep Josh Allen healthy and down, you know going for that long playoff run, they're going to have to have balance. They're going to have to balance it out. You know, they're going to have to. It's like one of those things. I want to I want to keep some bug and throw the ball, but I know I got to get the running. I got to get this offensive line and running game going. So and, and then I want to stay healthy. I mean, you have a healthy running game. Your quarterback going to have a clean uniform and not going to have a lot of bumps and groups. Yeah, you, you, know? you definitely. Uh, yeah, you definitely. No, uh, a quarterback's best friend is definitely a run game. That's what I've always said. A quarterback, a quarterback's best friend is a run game. But yeah, we got we got to go on to some other topics here. Uh, here's a here's a good one. Who will have the better career, Trevor oh. Lawrence or Justin Herbert? Oh my goodness, that is a very good question. Because Mister Justin Herbert, he just got there last year and he had a very good rookie year. And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, they're they're building, they they still building in Jacksonville. So he could, you know, Trevor Lawrence will ball out, but they still gonna have a uh, a record that make you go, yeah, they need some more, they need some more pieces. So, but Justin Herbert, don't be surprised if the L.A. Chargers make the playoff. Like you, I think you were talking about that earlier. Yeah. So who go? So that means Justin Herbert balled out again. Followed yeah. up his he didn't he didn't have a let's face let's put it this way Justin Herbert will not have a sophomore slump. I but I'm the better that. overall, especially if they keep they they stay healthy. I see Justin Herbert stay healthy because because let's face it, if you're in L.A. Chargers, you definitely got to build the offense line and protect Justin Herbert. But that's when you got to also draft running backs to keep it healthy and clean too. You know what the most interesting stat I ever seen was? The Chargers in the in the last two years, this is just shows how bad their coaching is. In the last two years, the Chargers lost the combined eighteen games. Guess how many were one score games? Sixteen of the sixteen of those eighteen games they lost by one score. So they were in it. They were in every football game. They every game the Chargers are in every football game. Oh my God. Think so, about it. Last year, just last year alone, three weeks in a row, Justin Herbert led Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees in his first three starts. 
and he won only one of those games because they were conservative with their play calling and their coaching stinks. Plus, plus they were trying to they were trying to figure out Justin Herbert. Actually, they might even went zero and three in those games. Well, I mean, a rookie going against Stone's top. I know, I know, team. they lost to Tampa Bay and the Chiefs, but I, I want to say they did beat New Orleans, but maybe they did lose to New Orleans too. But I know either way they should they could have honestly went three and zero in those games because they they took the ball out of Herbert's hands late in those games. Obviously, when they got behind, I think they got behind with like a minute left against Kansas City, but it was too late because they were conservative. And it's like it, a, a offense like Kansas City, especially you got to put them away. Like a four a ten point lead in the fourth quarter on Kansas City ain't nothing. Patrick Mahomes is like the Warriors; he can score fourteen points in two minutes. <laughs> You ain't lying. Yeah, that's what they about the Chiefs. You better not keep you better not kick field goals against them and think you're gonna win. You better you better you better man. stick your foot on the gas and don't let go. Yes. And tell that kicker to stay home. Tell that place kicker to keep it behind at home or in, or stay in the locker and have some uh cheese sticks or something. Because you're not gonna beat the Chiefs with field goals. Sorry, it ain't happening. The Ravens QB situation, do you think? They start Lamar every regular season game. Yeah, if they want to win, yes. Yeah, they're going to start Lamar. I just wonder when they're going to pay him. Because think about it. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. This is their fourth year in the league. So they only have the one year on their fifth-year option. So those quarterbacks are kind of – this is kind of their uh, – I think Lamar already earned his. I don't know if he earned the forty million that they're saying, but he at least earned a new contract. I would. I think we all can agree Lamar deserves a new contract. Maybe not. Yeah. We can debate if it's if he's worth forty to forty five. I don't think he should because of the salary well, cap. But if he decides to refine his passing game and stuff like that, yeah, he's but I he's definitely worth a new contract at this at right now though I wouldn't like I think the Browns I think this is a big year for Baker Mayfield I really do I think if Baker yeah. May, I think if Baker Mayfield has another sophomore slump this year he could be I think Cleveland could be looking for a new quarterback next off season and he and he took him to the playoffs he played well but but to me he seems like he plays like he's a glorified game manager and that's and if you're the number one pick in the league, that Cleveland made it, that you know, I think he should take take control of the offense like a number one pick in the draft should, and start taking over this team. And you know, I mean, he got a running game. I get it. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt behind you, and all you got to do is hand it to them. You know, but but at some at some point, at some point, you definitely got to go away. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know I'm giving you the guys the wrong one, but this might yeah, but with all due respect, let me let me take some lead. Let me throw it let me throw it around the yard in there sometimes. Uh, stuff. When I get a lead and when I get y'all, I'll let Miles Garrett I'll ask Miles Garrett if he do that. You know. So so Baker you know, but Baker uh, Baker Baker's a good obviously Baker's a good coachable quarterback where He's just doing what he's supposed, what he's told. You know, I, he's the guy that he's the type of do what he's told, even though he's the number one pick. But sooner or later, he's going to have to take the ball by the horn and say, "Okay, this option." Yeah. You know? to, to answer that question, though, I think Justin Herbert's going to have the better career of the two. 
I do too. I do because as long as Trevor Lawrence is there and they have to keep building and building and building, that means Trevor Lawrence is still gonna have long. This is the thing. This is the thing I have a problem with with Trevor. Not even really Trevor Lawrence. The whole generational talent thing. I think Justin Herbert's more of a generational talent. I mean, think about it. I think Herbert's. I think Herbert's bigger. There's the same height, but Herbert has twenty pounds on uh, Lawrence, so that's that's big. And that's big as a quarterback. Lawrence is two twenty, and Herbert's like two forty. That's Damn, in, in, in the seventies. Six six two forty and Lawrence is like 6'6", Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the one thing that worries me with Trevor Lawrence. He is a little slim for his height, but uh, not even not even that. Yeah, but for six six as a quarterback, it's not that big. Okay, okay, yeah. You only six because most 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 quarterbacks that are two twenty, they're about six three. So. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, because, like, Justin Fields is, like, 6'4", but he's, like, 230, so. Yes, yeah, 3'2". That's what I'm saying. 6'6", six, six is kind of, you know, small for a 6'6", six, six quarterback. Usually 6'6", six, six are, like, 240, 250. You know, you know, every time you go to my, to my Chicago Bear Yard and bring Justin Fields, you know I'm going to let you uh, correct you. Because <laughs> Justin Fields, 6'3", 230 with 4'4", four, four speed. So the bag is very sturdy and upright, and if go and he runs past you, you're gonna be like, "What the hell was that?" Speaking you know, of him, how? So here's yeah, here's a question for you: How how long? Is Justin, he, Justin Herbert, six six two forty. Yeah, I think I also think he's. Uh, I think he has a better arm than Trevor Lawrence as well. I don't think Lawrence. Yeah, has, I don't. I don't that's think. That's I don't think Lawrence. Far. I don't think Lawrence has his arm. No, I, I, I don't think so either. And Lawrence I mean, Lawrence, good, Lawrence is. I think I do think Lawrence is uh, more athletic than people think. I will give yeah, him he that. Got run, he got some running. He got some uh, running. Uh, he got some running ability. Uh, I do. I will give him that. Play. I think he is more athletic than people think. But I don't. I don't think he has. I don't think he's really a generational talent. Like as far as talent, like I don't think he has the talent that Justin Herbert has. I think Herbert's bigger, stronger, better arm. So I don't. I honestly don't see why these people think that Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. Because if if that's the case, then I think Justin Herbert's a generational talent. Because I think he does everything better than Trevor Lawrence. And I hear you on that. Because I've and I've seen footage. I've seen footage of uh, Justin Herbert's arm. I see one pass he did in the training camp footage of uh, for uh, the Chargers. And my God, the ball hung up there for like. The ball hung up in the air. I mean, it had some velocity, but it hung up in the air for like, for like, it hung up in there till the till the beginning of August. Okay. Just put. Just <laughs> and by the time the ball came down, it it it, 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 it hugged the receiver. Okay. Just put it this so way: Justin Herbert threw the ball flat-footed, sixty-nine yards. How many people in the whole world can put all their strength into it and throw a football sixty-nine yards? What three percent, maybe? Uh, and he threw it. He well, threw. He threw it flat. No, wanna... He threw it flat-footed with no leg pressure or nothing. Just straight flat-footed. No, no movement or nothing. Just standing there like this with all arms, sixty-nine yards. And I was. I wanted to say my my new guy. My new guy from Ohio State, but because of his accurate cannon, but. I'm not gonna say nothing about that. We're not talking about him right now. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think Fields has the arm that Herbert has. 
I think I think I think see I think I think Herbert has the third best arm in the league. I think I think it goes Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert right now. Rodgers a few years ago. Rodgers has lost a little bit of his arm strength, but uh, yeah, he still has a good arm and stuff. But I think he has he doesn't throw as far as he used to and as good as he used to. But he's still really accurate and he still has a pretty good arm. Stafford's up there too. Yeah, Stafford can still sling. Yeah. But he's also still he's still a little younger than Rodgers as well. He's only 32, 33. So he was a few years younger than Roger. But moving on here, we got uh, – But when you said 69 yards just standing still. Just an arm. Just just this, a flick of a wrist, 69 yards. Just wrist action. No, 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 no movement in the feet or hips or nothing. That means he could probably throw the ball about 85 yards. So he had to put somebody. So he had to step into it. Yeah, he no step into it or nothing. He was just like he don't kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he stepped into it, he's gonna kill. I mean, somebody. I don't think I don't even know if most NFL quarterbacks can throw the ball 69 yards just doing that. I mean, I mean, throwing like 69 yards stepping into it. I don't think half of the league could do that. So you can just do that. Just sit there. I was just picturing a quarterback that's six six two forty plus, just standing straight up, and then he steps, and then all you see is this this arm and shoulder go back, and then then he just decides to just go, and then all of a sudden you see this ball just boom, like coming through like a like a like a a Rolling Chapman hundred ten mile an hour fastball. That's gonna kill somebody, but this man can throw it. Just flicking a wrist, sixty nine. That is so. That is a scary thought. And you gotta be a receiver. You are you're a receiver. You just. I mean, what are the receivers thinking? I don't think like, okay, well, I gotta catch this so I can get, get paid. But part of them gotta be thinking, this dude go break my hand. You know. Moving on here, though, we gotta keep going. Is the okay. Colts season already over due to Carson Wentz's injury? No. I mean, it depends on his injury. I mean, is it is it going to if Carson Wentz is out for the year, is the Colts season over with? Are they going to are they are they still a team that can get into the playoffs? Because uh, they do got a really good defense. I'll give them that. They do got a really good defense. They got a they got a really good running back in Jonathan Taylor in a running game. So I think if they can get average, if Wentz to say is out, and they can get just average quarterback play out of Jacob Eason, who was the rookie they drafted last year. That's a good idea. Then I, uh, I still think they can make the playoffs with Eason if he's if he's average to a little above average. Okay. Okay. Well, let's put it. Let's uh, let's say this. Okay. If they if they're all. Already open to this injury. Okay, let's get let's, let's put a record on it. How many wins do we see them get? But without wins, I stay about. I think they can win nine or ten games. If if they get, yeah, it depends on the quarterback play. If if you're saying if the, you're oh. saying if they're saying if you're saying Easton is average, I think they're a nine win team, nine or ten win team. If Easton so plays average, win. if he's above average, the like really good, then it's eleven or twelve win team. 
Because I think if I think because I think Carson Wentz, if he's healthy, he's going to play better than Philip Rivers did last year, and they went eleven and five last year. So, yeah. So that's that's what I was about to say. So I think they're at least going to win eleven games if Wentz is playing. As long as Wentz is as good as Rivers, they're winning at least eleven games. And I think he, I think he'll probably be better. So they might win twelve or thirteen. Here's the thing about Wentz that worries me. I mean, his his quarterback play last year was so eek last year. Last year, though, it was a lot of it was the offensive line, and he didn't have nobody to throw the ball to. Yeah, but if you're an MVP caliber quarterback, you shouldn't like look past that and go, "Well, look, I know guys, we're not all that, but I'll stay us." Yeah, but yes. that's. You can't if you you can't have you can't have a bad line and a bad receivers inspect to like carry the team like it doesn't usually work that way. That's that's what that's why people are giving a pass on Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold had nobody to throw to and no offensive line and on top of that no coaching. So he had three things hey, going bad for him. Right, and I yeah, yeah. I actually thought Doug Peterson was a good coach, but talking to Philly fans, they don't think so. I don't know. Well, whatever it was, got. But I do think their offensive line and receivers was a big part. Because even Jalen Hurts, Hurts is more mobile than Wentz, and he didn't look great either. All right, but still, whatever it was, got Doug Pearson fired, and that's saying something because Doug Pearson won you a championship, but you fired really. I mean, I, I really try to figure that out. Your offensive line wasn't all that. You didn't have a running game much. Your defense regressed, and you put everything on the coach. But this man brought you a heavyweight championship. I mean, I mean, Wentz won the MVP with this man at his as his coach. Are you serious? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think the, I think the Colts are a at least a, a nine or ten win team, even without Wentz, if they can get. Average quarterback play out of one, uh, uh, Eason. I'm gonna say I think they can win 13 games if Wentz is playing to his like MVP type levels. If he can if he can play better than Rivers did last year, I think this this is a 13 one team because our defense is right. really good. Because both do have some good coaching and a defense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so that's wait. another guy that gets doesn't really get it talked about as like a top 10 head coach right now. Frank Wright. He doesn't really get talked. Nobody talks about him as like a top ten head coach right now, and I think he's kind of been underrated. Yeah, so so if he could get some out of wins, especially with with the healthy man, I like them. I mean, like you said, eleven wins with the healthy wins. I can see, you know that means that that means they're contending with Tennessee. Yeah, and uh, I think if I think if Wentz is playing as better than Rivers, I think the Colts are winning that division. Because I don't, I don't think Tennessee is that much better than last year. Well, like I remember you said this earlier, Tennessee's going to struggle. Tennessee might win, you know, will have a chance to get that division, but their defense got to start rushing the passer. It's simple as that. Yeah, because they if, can cover all they want, but they got to rush the passer. Because what what happens? What why are we going to are we going to feel different about Tennessee if number twenty two ain't playing week two? How we feel about Tennessee season? I'm telling you right now, if they ain't no Terry Henry for a certain amount of games, Tennessee's not winning that game. That's what I'm saying. What if like Derrick Henry misses, like, gets hurt and misses like a half a season? Are we going to feel? Are we going? Because I, I still think the Colts can win that division if Jacob Eason. I, I think it, like if you put 
Even if, yeah, I think the Colts can win that division with their defense alone. Like, their defense is going to be able to stop those other teams in their division. Because uh-huh. the, the only quarterback you really got to worry about in that division is Watson if he's going to play this year. He's the only quarterback that would maybe frighten your defense a little bit. If I was, if I was the commissioner of the NFL and I know about all these Deshaun Watson problems, I tell Deshaun Watson, you ain't playing a lick until you get this stuff cleared up. All right, move on and he, here. And if, and, if you're, and if you're guilty, you definitely not play no more no NFL football ever. All right, so moving on here. Um, Who will win okay. the 49ers quarterback job? Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo? It's been, it's been reported that the 49ers are actually having a quarterback battle between Jimmy Garoppolo and their rookie quarterback, Trey Lance, that they drafted th- third overall. Obviously, they they were trying to convince the rest of everybody that they were trading up to get Mac Jones. Obviously, Mac Jones slipped the my New England Patriots, and they selected Trey Lance. Now it's open competition between Trey Lance and uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, so... Who you think wins that week one job for to be the 49ers quarterback, Lance or Garoppolo? You know, I got a best friend who's a San Francisco 49 fan. I would probably want to ask him this, but I give him my opinion of his team too because he gives me the opinion of my Chicago Bears. So my opinion of that is, <clears throat> and it's simple as this, if Jimmy's healthy, he's starting. But if he has a sore pinky, uh, uh, I saw Pinky Toe, uh, he has a headache from from not eating a lot of food. Um, he, he, uh, he, he, he coughs and he, and he uh, hurts his neck. Lance is playing. And you know, I know you know that too. I mean, you got that straight face look on your face, but we all know if Mr. If, if Garoppolo is healthy, for like at least ten of these games, he's playing. But if he's down for like a, you know, Lance is gonna play. But the thing about Lance is, they they go, everybody gonna gear up and look for Lance to run the ball because Lance is a running quarterback. He really, he's literally a running quarterback. You know? Yeah. So, so they can. So if Lance quits the job, he gonna have to learn. He gonna have to start. Throw that thing because everybody's gonna be geared up on him running the ball. Yeah, I definitely. Th- I agree with you. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna start. I think. I think Trey. I think Trey Lance is also. They said he. They did say he does the most uh, in college at the line of scrimmage compared because in the NFL to me, that's playing quarterback. You got to do a lot of stuff at the line of scrimmage, all that kind of yeah. things. Audible out. Yeah, you and, gotta uh, Trey Lance, I did say, does the most of that in college. He did the most of that. He had he had the closest thing to to an NFL offense of the five quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round. The only thing that wonders me with Lance is he was in, he his he had a really good first year or whatever, but he only threw the ball like eighteen times a game. So, which I don't think San Francisco is going to ask him to do to throw the ball a ton because they got a good defense behind them. They got a good offensive line. They got good running backs. They got the best tight end. They got one of the best tight ends in the league in George Kittle. Oh, so, especially with health. So, uh, yeah, I, he don't need to do a lot. Like he doesn't have to like carry the team. Like he, 
he kind of just has to be Jimmy Garoppolo, honestly, with and with a better a, a, a basically Jimmy Garoppolo that can move. I mean, and the only problem that wonders me with Lance is watching some of those uh, film. He is a little inaccurate, so that's I think I think that's another reason why. And Garoppolo yeah. needs to start as he's the veteran, and I think Lance needs a year to sit. I think of all the quarterbacks. I Excited to see in the uh, preseason because I know preseason games are coming up. I believe this Friday is the first. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, Steelers believe- Cowboys the first uh, preseason game. Yeah, the Hall of Fame I- game is this Friday. So. Yeah, so I'm look. I'm looking forward to seeing that. You know, I know you're I'm looking even- forward for to your uh, Mister Four Four Speed running out there. I know when the Bears play their preseason games, both quarterbacks got to get to run. But I am definitely excited on they, yeah, because I will definitely like to see how Mister Justin Fields going make people make not only Nagy but all the Bears fans go. Well, the Bears fans go go. That's why we got him. You know, it's like it's like. It's like uh, Will Smith talking to uh, Lamar Lawrence about uh, that's how you're supposed to drive, or that's how you're supposed to shoot. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what we gonna look at Justin Fields. He gonna do all these throwing and all that stuff, and we gonna look at and we gonna look at Nagy. All the bear fans, all my fellow bear fans, gonna look at Nagy. Now that's how you're supposed to throw. From now on, we should be throwing like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, then we should be doing this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so it's gonna be like that for when. Uh, Justin Fields playing in the preseason. But one thing that Justin Fields got to realize, this ain't Ohio State, homie. This ain't Ohio State. All the throwing did, all the videotapes, whatever, that made me go, whoa. It's, it's a little bit faster, stronger, and bigger over here, homie. So, so, I know, so I know you weren't on here last week, but I was actually telling the, uh, the podcast that I wanted – Justin Fields to come to the Patriots. He was my favorite quarterback of all, of all the quarterbacks. <laughs> like pre pre draft 
I'm going to be honest here. I wanted the Patriots to go after Justin Fields. I, I think he's going to be the best pro quarterback of all of the quarterbacks drafted. I think I do think Kellen Mond is going to be the guy that comes in the later rounds that's going to be solid. I think Kyle Trask, I think Kyle Trask has a good chance to be good because of uh, him going to Tampa Bay and learning behind Brady. And they're going to have good weapons. So I think Trask could be a good quarterback when Brady retires. But I, out of the uh, first round quarterbacks, I see Justin Fields being the best. Oh man, that's that's what I'm hoping for too. Because Justin Fields, I 